John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, this is Ed Peterson. And this is John Kiltica. And this is the High Gain Podcast. Yes, it is the High Gain Podcast where we talk about guitars. Hey, John, are you going to tell me a story about a guitar today? I am totally going to tell you a story about a guitar. Hey, John, where are we recording from? West Seattle, Washington. Who's your favorite guitarist? Funny, you should ask, Ed. Did you know Richard Nixon played guitar? No. Yeah. Hmm, that's fantastic. Don't get too carried away. Hey, Ed. Hey. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing pretty good, thanks. How about you? <laughs> doing pretty good. Okay. I got a question for you. Okay. Okay. You know Gibson guitars? I do know them. Yes. Yep. When you uh, think of Gibson, what do you think? I think their CEO's a shitbag. Yes. Actually, the first thing that came to my mind when you said that was that. That's what I think. But. I really like a lot of Gibson guitars. I have either had or have multiple, and I like them. I have one. I have a Les Paul. You really? Know, That's all you have? That is all I have. Oh, you've got that Epiphone that uh, that you were just given. Well, Gibson owns Epiphone, so right. sure. I had an old Kalamazoo, Michigan Epiphone amp from like original USA Epiphone before Gibson bought them and made it their like low end line. Right. And it was really cool. It was a great little amp. Do you still have that? No, I I don't know what I did with it. I don't I don't have that anymore. Oh boy. Yeah. That, that would have been a good one to fix up. Yeah, it would have, but I'm terrified of fucking around with tube amps. They can kill you dead. Yeah, I'm not into that. Uh, it turns out if you lick them <laughs> Like just on the outside? No, open it up. Yeah. And lick a capacitor? Sure. That's uh, counterproductive. Yeah, that's a no-go. No-fly yeah. zone. Yeah, no-fly zone. That's okay. Amplifier, no-fly zone. For, the, for, <laughs> <laughs> for those of you listening at home, yep. don't lick the inside of your tube amps. Right. I am not unsympathetic. I know how alluring <laughs> that can be. 
<laughs> taking a, yeah no it, i just you like, know yeah let, don't do it let's be responsible here yeah okay great gibson the yep. les paul that is a pretty popular guitar don't you think i would think that is the most popular you think that's the most, the most popular guitar gibson has ever made yes i do uh i don't know if that's the case okay it isn't even the most like hmm, the but, most sold are the les paul there's got to be more les pauls than any other guitar that gibson makes no yes it's the sg it's the superior guitar the les paul is a big heavy hunk of shit <laughs> that might be a controversial opinion <laughs> yep, but the yep. s the 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 sg is a superior guitar in every way also from what i understand yeah the the longest continuously made model in gibson's history that's correct that ever, is correct because ever since they introduced it yep they never discontinued it yeah it sold four times as many copies in its first year as the les paul and what? they they actually discontinued the les paul for a little while there the first year yeah like, uh, what, <laughs> what was the first year for the sg 61 61 is it 61 it is 61 okay 1961 and, uh, not 1861 1961 okay uh, our man jfk was elected president john f kilteka no no not me jfk oh uh, kennedy oh john kennedy john kennedy 35th president he had sex with Marilyn Monroe. That's what I hear. Is that a confirmed fact? Do we know that? Maybe. Do we know that? Maybe. I don't know. Marilyn Monroe was in a lot of movies, and I can't name one of them. Giant. I, I she think was it, in that with uh, with uh, James Dean. James Dean. R.I.P. J.F.K. James Dean and Marilyn Monroe. All three of them. This is terrible. Uh, okay, so over the years in this continuously produced guitars history mm -hmm. get of the sg guitar yep. which yep. by the way stands for solid guitar solid. solid motherfucking guitar that is a solid guitar yeah i love it funny thing about that solid yep. guitar mm -hmm. when it was first introduced it was called the les paul sg uh our man les paul yeah uh did not like it he was not into it no, I know. And I think that there is something behind uh, Les Paul just didn't make it. So it's like inferior or something. But also, yeah, at that time, uh -huh. he was getting a divorce from Mary Ford. Uh, okay. Is she in the Gerald Ford clan? Is she in the Henry Ford clan? Do we know this? For Ford Modeling Agency? Oh. I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Maybe, maybe not, but I. This is this is just going to be sad. I think. She, okay. I, I think she has since passed. We've lost Les Paul, Mary Ford, Mary Ford, JFK, Marilyn Monroe, and James Dean. Yep. We're like two minutes into this podcast. We are. We are. And the fucking body count is this is through a the roof. Podcast of sorrow. <laughs> uh, well, so. Les Paul mm -hmm. was getting a divorce from Mary Ford right. at the time that the Les Paul SG came out. Okay. So, so a couple of years into it, he's telling Gibson, not only do I not like the SG, I do not have a boner for this guitar. Right. But I'm in the middle of a divorce. Uh-huh. She's coming after me for some dough. I don't need my name attached to any additional income streams because she's just going to take it. This is now, this could be rumor. That... Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly, Les Paul is a shitbag, is what you're telling me. Don't. I, I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm, I'm not. 
Am I putting words in your mouth there? Maybe, maybe a little bit. I don't know. So like he says, uh, I don't like it. I'm getting a divorce. Take my name off. Of it. Hide, hide money. Hide huh. money for me so that later on post-divorce, mm -hmm. I will have more resources. That's right. Mm. So they did it. Stand up guy. So they took his name off of it and the Les Paul SG yeah. became simply the SG. Yeah. Now, over the years, mm -hmm. Gibson has messed with this thing yeah. to, to no end. They, I, yeah. I might be outside of the scope of this particular podcast to go into all the variations and, and weirdness yeah. that has happened from 1961 right. to 2018. Right, 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 right. You've got colors, you've got features, you've got electronics, you've got different tone woods, you've got different yeah. pickup configurations, you've got all kinds of different stuff that they tried. Some of it worked. Some of it did not. Mm -hmm. uh, and luckily for us, in 1961, when <laughs> yeah. they debuted this thing, yep. there were only three. There yeah. were only three guitars. Only three models. In the world. For a while, there were only three guitars in the world. One of them was made out of rock. Another <laughs> one, uh, maybe a, a hay. Str okay. Straw. Oh, yeah. Um, like a brick, a straw, and a stick or something? Maybe a stick. Is this a Three Little Piggies okay. show? So, mm -hmm. the lowest of these three models yeah. had one P90 pickup in it. Yeah, I think that is maybe the best version of that guitar. That was called the Junior. Junior. Little guy. Little guy. Yep. Yeah, little mm -hmm. guy. Mm -hmm. The next one up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm was called the special and that's what you're holding right now uh i am holding a more recent incarnation of the special yes yeah. it, it has two pickups in it and dot inlays dot inlays and the pickups uh don't have the covers on them these are humbucker pickups of course back in 1961 mm -hmm. they, they would have been p90s on but the special i don't think that's true is that true that is true really yeah do you know what a p90 is it's a gun. We've we've covered this. Oh, we did. We did we've, cover we covered that. this. The P90 is a gun or a workout regimen. That's right. It's also, I think the uh, P90 was like an Israeli. I think the Israelis invented the P90 gun. The third. Yep. And the highest in the Richter scale in the triumvirate of SGs available. Oh yeah. Uh, was the custom. Oh. The custom did not have P90s. The yep. custom had humbuckers. Yep. Which we do have here. Right. Different kinds of humbuckers. Sure. But, and uh, it had a Vibrola tremolo system that was optional. Was uh, it? Maybe it mm. wasn't optional, but in any event, a lot yeah. of players, <laughs> a lot of players took those off and put a hardtail bridge on it for uh, the sake of tuning stability. Yep. They wanted them to stay right. in tune better right. than better than they were. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the frets were lower. They had flatter frets on them. Okay. Then the then the custom. Than the special or the junior. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, and Gibson marketed this mm -hmm. uh, by way of saying that the customs had faster necks. Ooh. I think they said it had the fastest neck, right? Maybe. Fastest neck in the world was yeah. actually like a tagline for that guitar. That was often said about me in college. <laughs> fastest neck yeah, in the I, world. I, I never did know what that meant, yep. but... Maybe, they did say that. Yeah, maybe it had something to do with that. Yep. It seems very braggadocious to say that about a guitar's neck. To me. I don't know. Braggadocious. Yeah, do you like that? <laughs> <laughs> Who designed the SG? Not Les Paul. No, no, it was Ted McCarty. Okay. At that point was the president of Gibson. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. No, he's Is not. McCarty alive? No. Shit. <laughs> Is Les Paul? No. <sighs> Ask me what I've been listening to. West Side Story? Nope. The musical? No, I have not been listening to that. Oh, well, you know, because uh, when this guitar, the SG, yeah. was introduced, okay. West Side Story, the film, yeah. won the Oscar. Who's in that movie? Uh, everybody. Uh, you know, Jared Leto. So, oh, I think Jared Leto might be in that movie. He's yeah. not in that movie. 1961? No. But he is in 30 Seconds to Mars, and I was listening to their new album. And? It's fucking terrible. Is it? There, There is one one banger. It's got a one banger on it. But you got to eat a lot of shit to get to that one banger of a song that's 10 or 11 in the track listing. So it's way down, too. Oof. Which I might have just been beaten down so low by the rest of the album. Into submission. That- <laughs> like, beat, beat. <laughs> we might need to contact Jared Leto. I think if we contacted him and he did any sort of due diligence about who we are, and played back this podcast, he would he would not respond. Or he would respond harshly. I also was listening to uh, Post Malone. We have talked about Post Malone. He might fall into um, PBR&B, which I think is great. That subgenre of like alterna R&B like or... Paps, Paps Blue Ribbon? <laughs> yeah. It's actually a subgenre <laughs> called PBR&B, which yeah. I think is great. That whole texture? Yeah. I dig it. Oh, great. His voice? Yes. I do not dig it. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And uh, the new Jack White album. I, too, have listened to the new Jack White album. Tell me. The texture and the inventiveness of it, I really dig. Mm -hmm. Although I think it's a little too ponderous. He lets himself get carried away with it. Yeah. And as far as that is an artist investigating possibilities yeah 10-4 that's rock solid yep as far as the inability to maybe tighten up that message some yeah uh it goes on a little too long for me i think i'm exactly like you are like it's a it's a solid six and a half or seven and this is out of ten not a million the first two songs it's sort of like i get it i understand and then uh, song number three is like Corporation, I think, something like that. Jack White's a really good drummer. He is a very good drummer. Yep. So that's what I've been listening to. Great. Also, like 2017's Lord Melodrama. Lord. Yep. Mm-hmm. Meh. Yeah. Meh. Meh. Yeah. She was on tour with uh, 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 Run the Jewels. <laughs> I froze up for a second there. I saw that. She, yeah, she was on tour with uh, Run the Jewels. Hey, what's that? A guitar. Oh. Yeah. Your guitar? No, no, this is your guitar. This, oh. is, this is your Gibson SG guitar. Special. Special. Yep. Ask me how much I paid for it. How much did you pay for this SG special, Ed? Zero dollars. I guess. I don't know. I don't know how you. Uh, I don't know how you classify that. Years ago, I bought a uh, Marshall 412. Oh, great. Yep. I bought a Marshall 412 cabinet. And uh, I just did not need a Marshall 412 cabinet. Those are those are maybe a little loud. It's just loud and big, and it just took up a bunch of space. And so yep. I put it on Craigslist, maybe? 
And some guy pinged me and said, hey, I'll trade you a early mid 2000s, I believe, uh, SG special for a 412 slant cab, Marshall slant cab. And I thought that was a hell of a deal. That is a really good deal. Because anymore, yeah. people are playing through smaller amps. And yep. do you do you really need a, a cabinet that can shake walls <laughs> in in your house? Oddly, the dude was like, I will trade you this SG. And I thought, yes, let's do that. And he said, okay, well... I don't have gas money and I live in Woodby Island, which is like so what did you do? Two, two hours away or something. So you went and out there? So, so I fucking put the Marshall cab in the back of my car and drove to Woodby Island. And the guy had a Marshall head and a crappy like crate half stack in his single wide mobile home in a mobile home community park <laughs> and i traded the guitar and the dude when i was walking out was playing a fucking like marshall cab and crate cab with a hundred watt marshall amp at like full bore volume and it was blasting that neighborhood <laughs> and like yeah god bless yeah yeah waving the flag for trailer parks exactly. Wait, until, yeah. The, until the next tornado comes yeah that guy that is, guy's just gonna rock it he is tearing it up <laughs> so god bless thank you guy for you know he uh yeah and he was getting rid of his sg because he thought he liked it but he had a uh dean he, he was rocking a Dean that he liked Ooh. way more. He was way more into his Dean. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you win yeah. something, you lose yeah, something. Yeah, I guess so. There you go. Play that thing. Humbuckers. Humbuckers. You want to hear what it sounds like distorted? Yes, I do. Yeah. Hit me with, hit me with like a, uh, an E. An E, but like, you know, the bar chord E. There you go. Yeah. Listen to that. Yeah. Great. That's real good. Yep. Yep. That's, that's pretty good, huh? That's what an SG sounds like. Yeah. This is a uh, Death by Audio Fuzz War. If you like yeah. your fuzz real fuzzular, uh, yeah, get one of these. The you're playing it sort of, I don't know, like almost twelve o'clock, maybe like maybe like eleven o'clock on the tone well, out so of you, that so pedal. You can, you can hear the badassness of the SG through yeah. the distortion. You can, but, but when this thing first came out, mm -hmm. uh, 1961, 1961. The fuzz as its own kind of standalone thing was yeah. to be frowned upon. I'm interrupting you, and I apologize for that. But you know what we haven't really, you know what we haven't really discussed. We talked about how Les Paul didn't like the body of that guitar. He didn't like the guitar, yeah. but we haven't 
actually described it. What are the oh. aesthetically, what are the features of the SG? And I think that might ah, be. Okay. So in general, yep. Uh, here's what you've got. Yeah. You've got on the headstock Gibson's uh-huh. open book design. Yep. For those of you not familiar with that, open a book and look at it sideways. Mm-hmm. See how the pages curve from the middle mm-hmm. outward? That's what the top of the headstock looks like. I did not know that's what that was called. Yes, you did. I didn't. didn't? I had no idea. And like, now that you say it, it's like, holy shit, that is totally what that is. And I had no idea. See, this podcast is great. Like, I've learned something and I feel great about that. Well, that's just fantastic. This is a successful day. So now going down to the body, Mm. you notice that uh, a lot of guitars have cutaways at the top of the neck. So the guitarist can reach the higher frets more easily. Usually on the bottom. The Usually on the bottom. Bottom because, of the top of the neck. Yeah, because <laughs> yes, because most uh, most guitar players are righty. But mm-hmm. this guitar has a cutaway on both sides, and both of those horns are accurately named because mm-hmm. they are pointed. They straight up look like horns. Yep. It is some straight up devilly looking shit, and I love it. And the waist on this guitar, where the the body curves inward, is Mm -hmm. symmetrical as well. Yeah. This particular model is probably the most common finish you can get an SG in, which is a Heritage Cherry. Yep. It's kind of a... I don't know, what would you call this? Like an oxblood color? Yeah, exactly. Oxblood, transparent finish over mahogany. Yep. Black pick guard. Yep. We've talked about the pickups. Yep. The electronics are pretty simple. Two volume, one yep. for each pickup. Yep. One tone for each pickup. Yep. And a pickup selector, which yep. allows you to choose neck, bridge, R- rhythm, or Rhythm or lead. Rhythm or lead, they say. Um, A thing that I don't like with the Les Paul is the pickup selector is on the top and i find that i'm pretty uh flaily and kind of weirdy uh spasmatic yeah. with my yeah. hands yep are you phlegmatic <laughs> i'm oh that's a good word and i don't know what that word means yeah i probably am are you roomy my pug right now i think uh the seasons are changing and her eyes are a little roomy right now does, does she have allergies I, she does or I think is she's she just kinda... inherently nostalgic <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a little bit of both to yep, be honest yep, yep yeah she's a good girl but uh i find that i'm constantly going from rhythm to lead accidentally because i'm hitting the selector on the les paul so i have not a not a les paul now i have an sg because the pickup selector is down right next to the tone and volume. I think that's why they did that. They wanted it out of the way so you wouldn't accidentally do Which that. is more like the Fender style. Okay, should yep. I move on? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. We should just scrap this and start over. You phlegmatic bastard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yep. what I was going to say, Ed... Mm-hmm. Was that uh, when this thing first came out? Yeah, we, we were pre-fuzz pedal, pre-pre-fuzz. Yeah, sixty-one, sixty-one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm going to play a song from uh, 1964. This is Sister Rosetta Tharp. She played the three pickup SG. Oh, she played a custom. She played a custom. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and, she's uh, a flashy lady. Yeah. She, tell she, me, tell me, we didn't lose her. <sighs> Yeah, we did in 1973. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Man, 
but she could she could play. Okay. Uh, and so listen to what she's doing here in the pre-fuzz days. Okay. She was a she was a barn burner. Yeah, she was known as the godmother of rock. Oh sure, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Godmother of rock and roll. Yeah, that's that is not what I think about when I think about either a rock and roll or B and SG that that would not be the distinctive sound that I think about the Rosetta Tharp well even in the rock world yeah for for a while people preferred these SGs for non-distorted tones you want mm-hmm. you want to hear another one Robbie Krieger do you know Robbie? oh I do he was a guitar player for the doors yeah he loved SGs he did and this is what he did with an SG. he did It's pretty good, huh? I yeah, I don't know why. I think like there's some inherent bias in me or something where I know that and I didn't really I wasn't super familiar with uh Sister Rosetta. Uh, so Well that uh, was nineteen sixty seven, the doors. Robbie but, Robbie Krieger. Robbie Krieger. Didn't know how to use a pick. He took uh like flamenco lessons when he was a kid. Flamingo? Like the bird. And so he didn't know how to use a guitar pick. At the same time the Doors are doing that, we're well into the fuzz phase. Fuzz phase? Yeah, the fuzz phase. Fuzz People phase. are using fuzz and distortion. Uh, at that same time, uh huh. Eric Clapton, you know him? Uh, cream. Real creamy boy. Very creamy. Yep. Listen to what he does with his SG. Okay. And some distortion. I'm ready. I'm sure you know this Yeah, that's a real slow hand motherfucker right there, you know? Yep. Yeah, that's great. That's two guitars there, right? There's the uh-huh. solo and then the... Yeah, I think, I think so. It's, multi- yep. it's multi-tracked. Yep. So who knows if maybe because of that mm-hmm. or just changes in culture or whatever, yeah. there's no going back from the fuzz. I hope not. I hope not, too. Yeah. So by 1970... 70... We're getting there. The fathers. The fathers? The fathers of heavy metal. Oh, okay. Who do you think that would be? I'm thinking that that is uh, Black Sabbath. Partridge family. <laughs> God damn it. Was Tommy Iommi in the Partridge family? He, I don't think so. Was he no. a monkey? No. No, we don't want to have to go back and constantly be correcting ourselves, JFK. You're making shit up again. Play play some Sorry. play some Black Sabbath for me. Okay, so Tommy Iommi, yeah. he loves SGs. He's played yeah. SGs forever. Yes. Uh, and everybody knows this song. That's that that is like, you know, pretty much music peaked right there. That is the high watermark of rock and roll. Uh, well, if only, but, but it but it was not. It, no, as it turns out, really, there's something better than paranoid. Uh, maybe. You want to hear something? Um, okay. Yeah, I do. No, Na- I do. I do. 1973. Okay. Guess who's playing an SG? Mm, in '73, Keith Partridge. Uh, probably. Yeah. But also Pete Townsend. Great. Or. Pete Partridge, as or he was. Peter 
Townsend. Peter, Peter Townsend. Okay. Yeah. Great. Listen to this SG noise. Yeah. That is great. I think it's that's pretty spanky, isn't it? Yeah. I think the thing with uh, those guys is they are they are underappreciated. I feel like. You know, you've got the the Rolling Stones and the Beatles and whatnot, and I think I've said this that just like the Who, they're great. They are great. You know, they're in the Guinness Book of World Records for loudest bullshit or something. Loudest concert, yeah. Do they still hold that? Because I saw My Bloody Valentine, and those dudes pretty loud do not fuck around with the loudness. It was punishing it's the only concert i've been to where they made you take earplugs when you walked in and Uh like security was like okay you can come in here's your earplugs because the shit is about to get real off the chain is what they said (laughs) yeah it's pretty spanky isn't it it sounded like maybe he was uh, spanky. Yeah. Yes. There you go. A little more trebly is, I think, what Pete was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good, huh? I think it's real good. I think it's real fun. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's what they were doing there, and mm-hmm. it just got crazier from there. So <laughs> really? Was, yeah. Well, that was '73. Okay. Who else likes an SG? I mean. I don't know if this is who you're going to play, but I think we're stepping right into those Australian boys. Uh, ACDC. Yes. Yep. Angus Young. Yes. Uh, you know, that guy was only five. Is? 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 It, he's, he's still with us. Wait. Tell me Tell me, we didn't lose him. We, we didn't lose we him. We did not. We have Angus Young. What about Malcolm? Well, now that you mentioned it. <laughs> Shit! <sighs> this. Uh, is... I, I don't know what we're yep. going to do about this. Yep. Malcolm Young. R.I.P. So uh, Angus yeah. Young is only five foot two. He's short. That so, is. So is that guy gonna tiny? Is that guy gonna strap on an anvil <laughs> of of a guitar like the Les Paul? No, it'll probably snap. Uh, they would snap him in half. Fuck no, he's not. So he goes for the SG. And yeah, boy, what he can do with that SG. Huh? Yes. How about that? It's it's great. It's it is great. Um, Angus is great. He's really good at uh, playing guitar. For a dude that's five foot two, yeah, he makes it sound like he's like six six five. Six. That's five. what. That's when I hear that music. I six, think five, six, that's got to be a real tall fella playing that guitar. But his his reasoning. He, he has said that the reason he plays an SG is because it's thinner and lighter than the Les Paul, and he wants the humbuckers, mm-hmm. and that is exactly why I play that guitar. Well, it's one of the reasons. It's also the pickup selector thing, but it's it's just way lighter. It's, and, it's lighter, and with the humbuckers and the kind of the spankiness. Yep. Spanky. Yep. yep. Uh, you get a kind of distorted tone that you just don't get with every guitar. Wait, what's that? That's just uh, ACDC again. Okay. You can never get enough. You can never get enough. Nope. But, but uh, 
even even Wilco can't get enough. Wilco. You know Jeff Tweedy and Wilco? I know that guy. Play, I... Plays a lot of acoustic guitars. Yep. Writes a lot of those songs. Uh-huh. But when he records electric, okay. he is a big fan of the SG. Yep. Uh, listen to That's great. I do not think that this sounds like Wilco to me. I I, I like those guys a lot. That's pretty good. I do. That's I do. Pretty good. Um, and yeah, he knows what's up. He's playing an SG. He's cool. Oh, there's that hum. Yeah, there's that hum. There's that. That's hear that sustain. I do hear the sustain. Sure, part of that is a fuzz pedal, but I think the mahogany wood gives you more sustain. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Doing some... Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, so they keep making these things. Uh, yeah. Uh, some of the weird outliers they've tried mm-hmm. uh, over the years are the robot guitars. Yeah, <laughs> they made one with uh, <laughs> motor motorized tuning machines. Yep, uh, that would just kind of tune automatically. Come on, guys. Yep, Come on. Yep. They made one uh, briefly in the eighties, early eighties, maybe yeah. that had active electronics. Yeah, uh, which would boost the volume of the pickups. Right, but sounded really brittle. Did they work with Moog on that? Robert Moog. Oh, must be a different guy. I'm thinking of Moog. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, I'm thinking of Moog. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, Robbie? Bob Moog. Bob Moog. Yeah. I know what you're thinking. He's very much alive. Uh, Great. It's pretty good. Great. Oh, man. I had no idea. And the way this podcast goes, it's fucking heartbreaking. Yep. So great. That's fantastic. Uh, Yeah, the... Mooger Fluger? Mooger Fluger? Yeah, he made pedals. He Moog? Makes, uh, yeah. Moog or Moog? It's Moog. Moger Fluger? No, I think the pedal is a Mooger Fluger. <laughs> but the guy is Fluger Moog. or Fluger? Fluger. Fluger? Fluger. I think there's an L in there, isn't there? Flem? <laughs> Flem? Flem? Flemberger? <laughs> Something? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so we've still got that guy with the weirdy, doing weirdy active pickups in an SG. Yeah, no, they, thanks. They, they tried that. They tried That's... mildly different body shapes. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, this kind of classic devil horn thing, mm-hmm. uh, it's a winner. You don't mess with that. The best-selling guitar in Gibson's lineup. That's like some... In underdog their, in, bullshit like i don't think anyone would guess that that's the best-selling guitar yeah that's really quite something yeah it's like mm-hmm. a workman guitar i think so it's very right? simple uh, yeah one thing to to note one of the ways mm-hmm. not, not the only way but one of the ways that gibson gets the action so nice and low mm-hmm. on the sg is the angle that the headstock goes back yeah uh, is different is it shallower or deeper Shallower or deeper, whatever that difference is, yeah. it makes them prone to snapping at the headstock if you drop them. Mm, don't drop them. Because uh, <laughs> the, the headstock will snap 
clean off or at least crack in such a way that you're going to need an expensive repair. And mm-hmm. if it's not done right, it won't ever really stay in tune anymore. Is that the same? Is it a similar angle on the, like the junior? Do you know? I don't know. Oh, okay. Should I see if I can get some, uh, one last uh, bout of uh, spankiness? <laughs> Please. Maybe, maybe the clean spanky, maybe the finger pick spanky. It's pretty didn't, spanky. Uh, didn't uh, Frank Zappa play this thing? Didn't Frank Zappa play an SG? Frank Zappa? Yeah. Uh, yes, in fact, he did. That's an SG. That sounds like a piano. Man. That's some just weirdy... Weirdy, proggy bullshit right there. Maybe you just don't like baby snakes. (laughs) Maybe that's what your problem is. I think if there were a snake that I was going to like, it would be a baby one. I think, you know, like, I I picture any little baby. uh, I think they're... They're all bite. They they don't those baby snakes. I think they're they they like you know they haven't learned to control their venom output. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Venom. Yep. That's a classic, classic uh, Marvel character. I think maybe uh, Rob Liefeld. Rob Liefeld might have. Uh, who's that? Uh, who's Rob Liefeld? Do you recognize this? Uh. It's ACDC. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yep. Uh, comic book. Comic book uh, artist, Rob Liefeld. Uh, he has trouble drawing hands and feet. Hands and feet are really hard. He's drawn some classic characters. He's created a ton of great shit, and people give that guy a little shit, and they can eat turds. Eat turds. Turd eaters. Yep. Great. They can maybe eat his turds. (laughs) Centipede. Sure. Why not? Why not? Human. Human Human centipede. I've never seen that movie. Oh, it's a full-on franchise. Why not? Every time one of those comes out, I run out to get the cup from McDonald's. (laughs) Sure. McDonald's human centipede cups. Uh, what did, what did the, uh, what did the SG cost when it came out? Do you know? I don't. Do you? $310. $310 in 1961 money. Yeah. Yeah. Which. I think in 1961, couldn't you buy like a, a, a house for that? Maybe, but like the, uh, <laughs> the, in 59, the Les Paul in 59. Yeah. Was 385. I mean, you're talking, you're talking like 25% more for a Les Paul than an SG. And, you know, there might be, there, there's stature bullshit with the Les Paul where maybe people thought it was a better guitar, maybe, or something back in the day. But I'm buying an SG any day, yep. any day of the week. I'm buying so. an SG. I think so. What have you been listening to this week? Uh, I've been listening to Bill Frizzell. Do you know him? Nope. Turns out he lives here in Seattle. Oh, great. He's got an album called Disfarmer. Okay. Named after a photographer uh-huh. in the 30s and 40s named Disfarmer. <laughs> great. Frizzell wrote a whole album loosely based on the life of this guy. 
And this guy named himself Disfarmer? Like that wasn't yeah, actually yeah. his name? I don't think that was his name, no. I'm not super into, you know, Sting, Bono. It's a little much with this Sting and Bono and Maybe. Ward and Disfarmer. But for Frizzell, Bill. Bill Frizzell. Yeah. Yep. Great. Okay. That's cool. Okay. You've been listening to the High Gain Podcast. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. Uh, <laughs> where can people find more info about everything we talked about tonight? They can go to thehighgain.com, Ed. Okay, great. H-I-G-H. <laughs> We're breaking the internet over yeah, here. Breaking it. Breaking it, breaking it off. Yep. Sticking it in and breaking it off. That's right. Yep. Snap. <laughs> that snapping sound you hear is our success. <laughs>